But it is your What's Up? It's Real Talk Sports, Deontay Smith. And uh, we had some scheduling conflicts, but this is Kagan with the Week 7 Weekly Rankings. How's it going, Tay? Uh, glad to be here with you again, man. Uh, jumping into uh, our QB results from last week. Uh, last week I finished 7-4. and four. You finished seven and seven, uh, so that brings our overall records. I'm at forty three and forty two. You're at forty eight and thirty nine. Uh, not a lot of head to heads this week. We only have four head to heads. We have Tannehill against Mahomes, Zach Wilson against Mac Jones, uh, Daniel Jones versus Sam Darnold, uh, Matthew Stafford versus Jared Goff. Uh, and then I got two matchups against myself, Matt Ryan versus Tua, who was back last week. I didn't expect that. Finally got Lawrence's first win, came out of Tua loss. <laughs> uh, got Fields going against Brady. You have two against yourself. You got Burrow versus Jackson and Hurts versus Carr. Uh, Baker's going to be inactive tonight, so you don't have Teddy and Baker going against each other. So you got Teddy against nobody, Rogers against nobody, and Murray against nobody. And then I have Winston against nobody, and I have Wentz right now against nobody, uh, but Jimmy G could possibly be back. So if Jimmy G comes back, I'd have Wentz versus Jimmy G, which is also against myself. Uh, so I'm gaining a little bit of ground on you. Uh, still five games back in the win column. Uh, you know, uh, looking at this week's matchups, uh, I think they honestly all lean in your favor other than the Stafford golf one. Uh, I think I should win that one with Stafford, uh, Tannehill Mahomes could be a toss up. Uh, but I think I'll for sure lose Zach Wilson, uh, and the Daniel Jones matchup. So, uh, two and two is probably the best I'm looking there, which means I'll only gain two grant two. Uh, actually, I won't even gain any because we'll split. So uh, I'll still be the same amount of wins back. Uh, so hopefully I can go 2-0 and in my nobodies, and maybe you'll lose one or two here and there. So who knows? Uh, you still have the only undefeated quarterback and the only winless quarterback. Uh, Murray 6-0 and for you. Goff is 0-6. Uh, otherwise, uh, biggest surprise for uh, me and... Uh, my team is uh, really uh, Wentz sitting at 2-4. and four. thought that defense was good enough to have them a couple more wins. Uh, everyone else is about where I would have expected at this point in the season. Uh, and then for your team, uh, really surprised for me is, is Burrow at 4-2. and two. Uh, Really, really thought he'd be a little worse than that at this point. Uh, and honestly, even a little... Little surprised with uh, Derek Carson at four and two, so uh, pretty good surprises there. Uh, you know, jumping, you know, jumping from there into my QB rankings. Uh, had my la- had my best overall week last week. Um, so with QBs, I finished minus three point one. ESPN finished minus four point two, so I beat them there. Uh, I had nine spots, nine QBs within four. They had eight. Uh, I had three dead on. They didn't have any dead on. Uh, some guys that uh, really helped me uh, were Murray, Hertz, and Burrow. That's the three I got dead on. 
uh, guy who really hurt me was Herbert. Had him at five. He finished at 22, so it cost me 17 spots. Uh, and then ESPN, uh, he also they had him at four, so he cost them 18 spots. Outside of that, a lot of single-digit differences for both of us. Uh, nine, zero, uh, two, one, three, four, eight, six, seven. So. You know, not a whole lot off uh, for either one of us uh, for last week. Uh, this week gets a little interesting. Um, so this week uh, in our league, we have uh, Josh Allen, who is QB1 on a bye week. We have Dak, who is QB8 on a bye week. Uh, Justin Herbert, QB9. And Cousins, QB10, all on a bye week. So uh, four of the top ten QBs and our scoring are on a bye, and three of those four have consistently been in my rankings, Cousins uh, being the one not consistently in there, but has been in there a few times. So uh, this week, uh, you'll see some names that probably hadn't seen in my rankings, uh, and then also some guys that you have seen, but probably a little bit higher than they normally would be. Uh, so starting out number one, uh, I think is Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, I think he's got a good matchup against Houston. Uh, you know, I know uh, Houston's been getting ran a lot, so QBs haven't been scoring great on them, but I think that offense is a pass-first offense, and no matter what, Murray's still going to throw the ball. Uh, and then his legs, even if they do go to a run uh, offense, his legs are very valuable. So uh, Lamar Jackson at two, uh, Aaron Rodgers at three, Mahomes at four, Stafford at five, Jalen Hurts at six, I have Joe Burrow at 7, Matt Ryan at 8, Ryan Tannehill at 9, Tom Brady at 10, uh, Taylor Haneke at 11, Sam Darnold at 12, Carson Wentz at 13, Jameis Winston at 14, and Derek Carr at 15. Uh, my honorable mention is uh, uh, this week would be Mac Jones. I think he's got a decent matchup in, against the Jets, and with a lot of quarterbacks being on a bye, I think he's got potential to be in the top 15 this week. Um, but uh, two guys I want to highlight are Jackson and Burrow. Uh, you know, I think that's going to be a lot better game than people were expecting. Uh, I think Cincinnati's been playing really well. Uh, Baltimore has been getting beat through the air a good bit, so with that receiving core, I think uh, Joe Burrow's got a chance to keep up with uh, Jackson in the scoring. So I think that kind of elevates them a little bit uh, for me this week. Uh, I got Mahomes down the four. Um, you know, I know they're playing Tennessee, and Tennessee's been terrible against the pass. But, you know, Mahomes has not been like the number one by a long shot like he has been for me. Uh, he's played a little shaky the past few weeks. Uh, I know Kelsey got banged up a little last week. Hill's banged up a little. So, uh, you know, I can see that offense not being as high octane as it has been in the past. So still top five for me, just not above Murray, Jackson, or Rodgers, who I think has a really good matchup against Washington. Uh, so, you know, Washington also really good against the run. Uh, so I think, you know, against the pass is the way to beat them, and, and Rodgers Rogers can certainly do that. Uh, another guy um, that I have on here is uh, Darnold. I know Carolina started off 3-0 and then slipped to uh, lost the last three, so they're looking at 3-3, three and three, but 
Uh, I really think the Giants are a get-right matchup for them. Uh, Chuba Hubbard's been running pretty good for them. Uh, and Darnold had a great drive last week to get them down there and tie the game and send them into overtime. Uh, defense just couldn't get off, you know, get off the field in overtime, and then Cousins marched uh, the Vikings down there and scored. So, uh, you know, Sam Darnold's still playing a little better than that 3-3 three and three record shows. Uh, have the mistakes been a little more prevalent in the past few weeks? Yeah. But uh, I think this week is a get-right get week for him. So, uh, Matt Ryan against Miami. I think this is the week to play him. Uh, if you have him uh, or, you know, have, you know, Allen, Dak, or Herbert, or even Cousins on a bye, I think Ryan is a good streamer for the week. Uh, you know, I think Henneke's a good streamer for the week. Uh, all these guys are probably not starting every week for you, but I think if you're going to play them, this is probably the week to play them. Uh, other than that, uh, I think that's about all I got for the QBs. Uh, looking at uh, running backs, last week I am finished minus 5 even. Uh, ESPN finished minus 5.7, so I beat them there again uh, with running backs. Uh, I had 5 with them 4. They had 4 with them 4. I had 1 dead on. They had 0 dead on. Uh, my dead on for the last week was Henry. Uh, I had him at one. He finished at one. Uh, they uh, had him at two. Uh, so uh, I'm not exactly – they had Eckler at one last week. So not sure there. Uh, Eckler actually ended up being our biggest hurt for both of us. Uh, I had Eckler at three. They had him at one. He cost me 30 spots. He cost them 32 spots. He finished as RB33 in our scoring. Uh, some other big losses for us were – Antonio Gibson, I had him at 7. ESPN had him at 13. He finished 38, so he cost me 31 spots, ESPN 25 spots. Uh, but other than that, a lot of uh, single digits. Uh, we both had Chubb in our top 15. I had Chubb at 12. They had him at 15. He did not play. And they had CMC in their rankings at 3. He also did not play. He went to the IR that week. So uh, only 14 running backs factoring into my decision, only 13 factoring into theirs. So uh, probably helped us out a little bit, but still right on par with where we've been for the year uh, between, you know, 7 and 9 mostly. But I think they had a low of a 6.2. So they're, you know, right there where they're at. Low for me was a 7.9 outside of this week. So uh, still pretty consistent with where we've been. Uh, and then looking at this week, uh, so <laughs> – Bad bye weeks again. Um, you know, Najee Harris, RB2. Uh, Zeke, who is RB3. Eckler, RB4. Robinson, RB8 are all out. Uh, then you even look at Dalvin Cook, who's RB17 because he's missed some games, but probably would be a lot higher if not for that. But still, RB17, you're without Cook this week. And then even uh, Pollard, Tony Pollard for the Cowboys, he's RB20 in our score. And so... Uh, possibly somebody been playing in a flex spot that, you know, you're not going to get to play this week. Uh, you know, if you're in a deep league like ours, maybe you're even playing them as your RB2. So uh, rough week this week for the running backs. Um, top top running back doesn't change. It's still Derrick Henry. Uh, man is running for, uh, I don't know what, I guess a new record. Uh, he, is, he is a man on a mission this year. Uh, KC, high-scoring matchup. Uh, Henry's been really involved in the past game this year also, so uh, he's pretty much become matchup proof. Uh, then I got Aaron Jones, Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Henderson, Mixon, Swift, Fournette, James Conner, 
yes, I said James Conner. Patterson, Gibson, Williams, Mitchell, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, and Damon Harris. Uh, some honorable mentions for me are uh, Alex Collins, if he goes, uh, and Melvin Gordon. I really like Melvin Gordon this week. I uh, don't know why. I just I feel pretty good about him. He's been running pretty decent. Uh, Cleveland's going to be without Baker, which I think really hinders that offense. So uh, it could be a game where uh, Denver kind of gets the lead and just tries to play, play ball control. Teddy's banged up. So, you know, just protecting the quarterback and, and putting the ball in the running back's hands. Uh, but outside of that, looking at this list, um, I got Fournette down. I know it's a bye week and we're missing a lot of guys, but uh, I think they got a good matchup against Chicago. A tough matchup against Chicago. Chicago's got the good matchup. They're pretty good against the run, so uh, Fournette's going to have a little tougher sled than this week. Uh, James Conner in my top ten at nine. Uh, Murray, you know, against Houston, I think they're going to put up some points. Conner's been getting a lot of goal line totes, so I could see him punching one, maybe even two in. This is probably one of those two touchdown weeks. And, and look, again, we're, you know, we're without – you know, five guys that for sure would be in my top 15. They have been every week, and that's Harris, Zeke, Eckler, Robinson, and Cook. So, and then possibly even Pollard some. So, I know he hasn't been in my rankings yet, but he's still top 20. Uh, so, you know, again, this is going to be a week where there's some names that you probably don't normally see. Uh, got Henderson at five. I really like that matchup against Detroit. Detroit's been the worst team against the running back. I've said that all year. I'm still sticking to that. Uh, I would have him a little higher, but I think uh, Stafford's going to come out and throw the ball all over this game. Uh, you know, going to have a lot of feelings going into this one, a lot of emotions. So uh, I can see this being a uh, Stafford kind of day. Uh, Joe Mixon at six, pretty good again. I think he's been kind of doing it all for them. He's finally healthy, or at least he's not carrying a designation this week. So uh, probably see the full reins unloaded on him. Uh, another running back I like this week uh, is Patterson, uh, Cordero Patterson against Miami. Uh, again, he's kind of been that gadget back for us, uh, and I don't see that slowing down any. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think this is a good week for him as well uh, against a Miami team that's very beatable for the Falcons. So uh, Swift at seven's kind of scaring me. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going on there. I know they've been nursing some kind of injury all year, resting him on some days, but he's really been scary if you're a Swift owner. Uh, that fourth quarter has been really saving us uh, with all the receptions. So I think especially in this one they're going to be behind, so those receptions are going to help him again. Uh, so scary, but I think you got to stick with him. He's been really good. Uh, I think he's like RB8 or 9 in our scoring, so got to stick with him. Uh, an honorable mention for me uh, outside of the other two uh, would be uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but again, with the bye weeks, he could finish between that 15 to 20. So if you need someone to plug and play, he, he's probably got some potential this week. Wide receivers last week. I finished minus 23, ESPN finished minus 20.3. So they beat me by a few, uh, but still did pretty good. I had two dead on. 
uh, w- sorry, one dead on, they had two dead on, and then I had two within four, they had five within four. So that's really where the difference is for us. Um, you know, a lot of big numbers here. Williams was a big miss, I told you. Finally put him in my top ten, and he did exactly what I thought he would do and disappoint. He finished at 78, so he cost me 69 spots. He cost ESPN 72 spots because they had him at six. Um, I dropped Jefferson, so I dropped him to 18. ESPN still had him up at 11, so he cost me five. He cost them 12. But some of these other big numbers, Evans, we both had. I had 17. ESPN had him at 15. He cost me 60 spots. ESPN 62 spots. Uh, McLaren cost me 58, them 56. Lockett cost me 53, them 58. Uh, you know, they didn't have Smith. I had Smith. He cost me 53, so that hurt. Uh, you know, and then they had uh, Brown, who finished dead on at 20. A.J. Brown, that is. Uh, and then, you know, they didn't miss by much on Robert Woods. So it, that kind of helped them out. Uh, so allowed them to score a little better than me with the wide receivers but uh looking at this week uh the biggest names out uh mike williams who's wide receiver four justin jefferson who's nine lamb who's 10 Thielen, who's 11 deontay johnson who's 17 stefan diggs who's 19 so a good little cluster on the back end of the the top 20 uh you know from 10 to 20 there so that's four guys out so Again, going to see some names that I hadn't put on this list, maybe some duplicates from some teams because I think they're going to be able to do a little bit better than what's left. Uh, So starting out for me, number one, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuels, two, Calvin Ridley at three, uh, Tyreek Hill at four, Adams at five, Chase at six, DJ Moore at seven, DeAndre Hopkins, eight, Nan McLaurin, ten, Marquise Brown, 11, DK, 12, Evans, 13, A.J. Brown, 14, Robert Woods, 15, I have Devontae Smith back up here in my top 20, 16, Godwin, 17, Cooks, 18, Jalen Waddell, 19, Sutton, 20, Higgins. Um, Starting out, I want to jump in. uh, DK at 11 uh, is pretty low. I didn't see enough out of Geno. Uh, I know they targeted him a lot, and he's going to have the opportunities, but that, that passing offense looked anemic in the first half. So that's a little scary. That drops him down a little bit in my book. Um, you know, And I'm a DK owner, so I hate to hear that, but uh, I think it's just the reality. Uh, he might score closer to wide receiver two numbers for you as long as Geno is behind center with an occasional you know pop-off for wide receiver one. So, uh, But I still think you got to play him unless you got somebody better. Uh, you know, but most people probably have drafted DK as their wide receiver one, so you got to play him. Uh, unless you got one of these guys who came on late, but uh, you know, not the case in our league. We're pretty deep, so I got to play him every week. Uh, Cortland Sutton making the top twenty. Uh, I think he's getting healthier. He's building a repertoire with uh, Teddy, uh, and I think uh, you know it's only going to improve from here on out. Uh, again, with some of these guys out on bye week perfectly feasible for Sutton to be in the top 20. I think Burrow's going to have to throw a lot against the Ravens, so Chase and Higgins both cracked the 20. I think Boyd is the odd man out there. Uh, Chase at 6, Higgins at 20 for me this week. Uh, Hopkins at 8, a little low in a matchup that I think is favorable, but again, I think it's so favorable that 
you know, Murray's going to be able to throw it all over the field, uh, you know, and they get Ertz this week, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him as well, how those targets line up there. Um, Marquise Brown at 10. Hollywood's been doing pretty good. Uh, I think this is possibly a week for him to go off. Uh, Bengals secondary, not that great. Uh, so good week for him. Uh, and then, you know, I'll talk, I got Cup at 1. Woods at 14, again, I think this is going to be Stafford's week to shine, so uh, going to be interesting there. Uh, tight ends, last week uh, finished at minus 4.9. ESPN finished at minus 3.4. Uh, I had one dead on. ESPN had zero dead on. I had seven within four. ESPN had five. So seven of my ten were within four, uh, and they still beat me. Uh, my miss was a big miss, which hurt, uh, and that was Ingram. I had Ingram at five. He finished at 28. He cost me 23 spots. Outside of that, I only had two other double-digit misses. That was Higby. He cost me 10 spots. Waller cost me 10 spots. Other than that, uh, uh, ESPN had three triple digits, 10, 10, and 18. Uh, Higby and Waller for them as well, and then they missed on Dawson Knox. They had him at five. He finished at 23, so he was 18 um, spots for them. But, uh, you know, it would have been a lot better week for me if not Ingram. Ingram was the biggest difference for us. You know, minus 4.9 for me, minus 3.4. And, you know, looking at my top ten, I missed on Kelsey by two, missed on Waller by ten, Andrews by one, Hawkinson by one. Gasecki by four, Schultz by two, dead on with Cook, uh, missed Henry by four, missed Higby by ten. So not bad there. That Evan Ingram twenty three is what cost me, cost me big. Uh, so uh, another one that helped them. They had Fant at eight. He finished at one. So seven spots gained back for their big misses there. So that helped them. Uh, rolling into this week is uh, the usual. Uh, Travis Kelsey number one. I know he's banged up, but He's still top tight end, uh, in my opinion. You know, you can't ever count him out. Even if there's a week where you think he might finish two or three, it's hard to put other guys ahead of him. Uh, I have Kyle Pitts at two, Andrews at three, Fant at four, Gasecki at five, Waller at six, seven, Hawkinson, eight, Henry, nine, Gronk, ten, Ingram. Uh, missing Dal- Dalton Schultz this week, that's really the only tight end that's probably affecting anybody. He's tight end five. Uh, so, you know, if you've been rolling Schultz out as your tight end, uh, this could be a good week to stream someone, uh, like a Ricky Seals Jones. If he's healthy, he looked pretty good last week. Uh, he's an honorable mention for me. Dallas Goddard, now that Ertz is gone, if he plays and he's healthy, uh, I think he's the primary red zone target there now. Uh, so a few guys there you could stream, um, you know, Maybe even roll out Ertz in a high-octane offense. I don't know. I'm going to sit and wait approach on him if I have to play the tight end. Um, but, you know, uh, that's just some honorable mentions for me. Uh, I think Pitts against my, uh, you know, Miami is a good spot for him. They got him involved in the offense last week. Uh, well, week before last. Uh, they were on bye last week. So I think that's got to continue going forward. Ridley can't shoulder all the responsibility. Uh, so they got to start getting Pitts going. And hopefully they stick to that a little bit. Uh, Darren Waller down to six against Philly. Uh, you know, not anything bad against Waller. I just it's going to be interesting to see how that team reacts to everything going on. 
so going to be interesting there. But he's still clearly the number one option in that offense. Ruggs is coming on, but he's still got a long way to go before he becomes number one. Uh, I like what Jacecki's been doing. He's got my Falcons this week who have been pretty bad against the tight end, so I got him at five. I think he's a good play. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Teddy banged up. I think he could look to Fant as a escape, uh, you know, a check down at four. So pretty interesting there. Uh, and that's what I, you know, that's all I got. I know it's a little rush this week, Tay. I know, I know we both had a lot going on. Sorry we couldn't hook up, man. Uh, but looking forward to this week, you know, by week, seeing how everything shakes out, what guys pop up that wouldn't normally be up uh, and how it affects the, the rest of it, uh, you know. And then coming up on the trade deadline, uh, you know, some rumors about Watson going to Miami, some rumors saying that the rumors are not true, uh, going to be very interesting to play out. Uh, I'll be honest, I'll go ahead and tip my hat here because nothing's happened. I've been trying to move Russell Wilson all week to try to get some players in return. You know, I, I just wanted some quality depth pieces for Wilson to get him off my bench. Uh, you know, uh, maybe a wide receiver here. I tried to get Matt Ryan from Kristen. Uh, tried to get a couple other guys from some players. Uh, tried to get Winston and uh, running back from uh, Brennan for Wilson. Uh, you know, I really thought I would be able to move him, and if I could have, you know, if I'd have got Ryan from Kristen, I was going to, you know, roll with Ryan for the rest of the year because I'd have had that matchup with Ridley. Uh, I like that stack. And then I was going to drop Wentz and, and add Watson because of the rumors, you know. I felt like, hey, if I can, you know, he's a deep stash. If you're in a deep league and you need a quarterback, uh, not need a quarterback, but you have an open spot on your bench and you don't need a quarterback, say you're in a league where Matt Ryan is your starter and now he's back and you're going to roll with him the rest of the year. Maybe you add Watson to your bench. Um, or, you know, maybe you have a really good quarterback. Maybe you have one of the top five. Maybe you have Mahomes. Maybe you have somebody like that. But maybe you want that other option for the playoffs or maybe that trade piece. If if you got the ability to put him on a bench, I think now is the time to do it. Coming up on the trade deadline, uh, we're getting into some bye weeks. So maybe there's some guys you can start dropping. Uh, you know, three-team trade sounds like that was a bust. It's going to be very interesting what happens with Tua. You know, I think there would be a market for Tua if Watson ends up in Miami. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I think the rumors are going to heat up. I don't think it happens. I truly don't think it happens. I know I was going to bite the bullet and add him to my roster if I could, you know, get rid of Wilson for some stuff, but I don't think anyone will trade with everything going on and that's involved with them right now. Uh, he can't even be disposed until February, so he would be able to play for the full season. Uh, you know, uh, very, very interesting. I just, I don't know. Uh, you get him for the rest of this season, and then if things go south, then what? Uh, that's a big contract you're taking on. So uh, I'm not sure that anything will get done, but it definitely seems like Miami is the option. The more interesting thing to me is what, what does that mean with Tua? Uh, where does he end up? So, uh, that's, you know, that's the biggest trade, uh, deadline question. Uh, for me, I've had Marlon Mack stashed on my bench since draft day. Uh, return of the Mack is hopefully about to happen for me. Um, you know, hearing a lot of things about Kansas City, uh, saw the day where the Saints reached out. Uh, so, 
a lot of teams are reaching out from the sounds of it and checking in on them. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Chiefs, Panthers, Niners, Saints. Um, I'm hearing recently, or not hearing, but reading recently that the 49ers have had serious inquiries. I don't want that to happen. They they already run a committee approach, and that that doesn't help me. I'd love to see him land in Kansas City. Uh, I think he could be dangerous in that offense, uh, you know, uh, but we'll see. Uh, the Browns, I think that would be a spot for him, but if they haven't put Chubb on IR, I, I assume they're expecting him back pretty soon, so it seems like no reason to trade for him, uh, but going to be interesting. Uh, two weeks, trade deadline. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other names out there that we didn't mention, but, you know, Mac and... Uh, Watson, for sure, have been the two most talked about. So, uh, again, uh, see you next week, Tay. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, sorry, you know, sorry we couldn't meet, get up, get together this week. I know it's been busy weeks for both of us. So, uh, hopefully next week we'll get back to a normal schedule. Talk to you later, man.